Dennis Weidman is being inducted into the London Knights Hall of Fame. Dennis is from Kitchener, from the Elmira area, and he was the first big acquisition by the London Knights after Mark and Dale Hunter took over the Knights as owners. And they had to make a really difficult trade in order to do this. They had to trade their captain, Chris Kelly, and defenseman Jan Jansevsky, and defenseman Dan Jansevsky to the Sudbury Wolves. The Wolves were trying to make a run for it, and the London Knights knew that they were building for the future. So they got a young defenseman in Dennis Weidman, and he became an enormous part of this organization right off the bat in teaching them what it would take to one day become the team of the century. He'd graduated by that time. He was too old to play in 2004-2005, but he played for the London Knights from the 2001 mark at the trade deadline all the way to the end of 2004 and then went on to a phenomenal National Hockey League career. He was an all-star, played in Calgary and Washington and Boston and St. Louis, and it wasn't easy for him to get into the National Hockey League. And we were able to sit down and talk with him about some London Knight stories and about some NHL stories. But first... We had to congratulate him on being inducted into the Don Brankley London Knights Hall of Fame. Yeah, this feels uh, pretty cool, and thank you. Well, you are welcome. I mean, people are already thinking back, remembering your career, and, and wondering how many times you actually did sit down on the bench. I mean, do you ever look over when you're with the Rangers now and, and see what the bench is actually like? Because you logged enough minutes, you weren't there much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we uh, I played quite a bit back then. Um Obviously, as as we went along and our teams got better and stuff, the ice time was going down. But it was there was a stretch there that I played quite a bit. What is the secret to being able to do that, other than being in really good shape? Oh, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say I was in really good shape. I think I was just, <laughs> I think I was just better at uh, being able to hide a little bit and and conserve energy on the ice. Um, in certain areas, and then I relied a lot on my partners to to do most of the heavy lifting in the D zone. When we go back, you were acquired from the Sudbury Wolves, and that was that was the first big move on the way to growing the London Knights into what the franchise really turned into and has tried to stay as over the years. What do you remember about first arriving in London? Um, I remember the drive there. I was riding uh, with my agent at the time, and I remember coming into the ice house and uh, walking through those doors. And I had played in Sudbury before that, and um, you know, I was it was an older building too, but the ice house was a was a different beast. And to walk into there, and one of the first people I remember seeing is is Branks, obviously, and um, it just seemed like a pretty special place. And obviously, with the hunters and all that, so. Kind of wheeling in there. I remember the change room like it was yesterday. So it was uh, it was quite the experience. And then not long after, I think right after practice, uh, my billets and who I'm still um, really close with, uh, the Gabrielli family, um, were there to pick me up and take me home. <laughs> when we look ahead in that season, there was a stretch where making the playoffs was possible, but you had to win a whole lot of games. The Kitchener Rangers had to lose a whole lot of games. Somehow it all fell into place and then the team seemed to kind of pick up from there. What was it like growing with that team, the core that came in and, and watching everybody get older around you? 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think I can't remember exactly if it was my first year when I was there, if Rick Nash was already there or if that was the next year. But uh, I remember getting him coming, and then the year after that would have been Corey Perry, and then Bolin, and then Dylan Hunter came in too. And I just, I just remember these guys coming in and, and what they were and how good they were as junior, and we just kind of everything came together. Then it was Danny Sivret and Mark Mathot, um, Kyle Quincy, I think we got. I think he came – I think his pick came along in the trade with me, the Kyle Quincy pick. I, I think uh, – I was just talking to Jimmy McKellar the other day, and he told me that. <laughs> um, and uh, everything just kind of started to come together. And uh, when we moved into that new rink, finally, it was it was quite – uh, quite the thing to be able to step out into an arena that big and kind of felt like you're in a bit of a mini NHL and it was uh, it was quite it was pretty special. Dennis Weidman joining us as we relive some nights memories going back to the early 2000s. Ultimately, people will point back to that series against the Guelph Storm. Even guys the next year who played on the team in 04-05 after you'd graduated from the OHL, they always go back to that series. It's obviously a, a tough series. It went seven. It didn't go in your way. But is there anything you remember from that series that maybe helped you out later in your career? Yeah, I mean that was a it was a tough series. I think we were the we were the two best teams I think in the OHL that year. Um I think we might have had 12 or 13 losses that year I believe and they weren't far behind. So um we knew it was going to be a tough series. I just remember um Kevin Klein had a very good playoff. Uh, Dan Paye was there, the St. Pierre, St. Pierre, the little guy there with he the was long there. Stick. He was good, and then they had their guys, other guys running around, and it was it was a really really good series, and it went to stretch. I think game five we won in overtime in London, I believe, um, and then we lost game seven in London. Um, I was it was tough. It was a tough way to to finish. I, you know, I think we I thought we were going to win that game and move on, and it was kind of had that feeling that whoever won that series was going to move on, and Guelph ended up moving on. So um, that was that was a tough way to tough way to go out, but. Um, as far as the younger guys go, I think it was a great learning experience for them. Obviously, they learned a lot from it because they went on quite the run the next year. Dennis Weidman talking with us this afternoon about his time with the London Knights, one of three inductees into the Don Brankley London Knights Hall of Fame with Dan Maloney and with Rick Green. We are having a conversation with Dennis Weidman, one of the inductees in the 2023 class of the Don Brankley London Knights Hall of Fame. So we have talked about Dennis with the London Knights. Now let's move on to the National Hockey League because Dennis Weidman was an eighth-round pick of the Buffalo Sabres back when they had eight rounds in the NHL entry draft. So making the NHL was not easy for him. So we asked him probably a difficult question. How do he do it? Um, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> you know, I think like for me, I never really put a lot of pressure on myself to to make it. Or I mean, maybe that comes from everybody telling me that I would never play. So it was just you know, I went, um, I left London Knights, and then I went on to I think it was uh, signed with um, St. Louis after that season. Um, in the summer from a summer camp I was actually at uh, a summer camp in Calgary when I signed the deal with St. Louis um, ended up in Worcester because that's where their 
uh, farm team was at the time, and I just I kind of went in there with no expectations. I just went in and you know started playing and got there a couple games, and I was like, oh, I think I could probably play here. <laughs> um, you know, I thought, like, okay, this is what this is. So I was just kind of like always had the mentality that um, I kind of felt like I was going to be. A pretty good AHL player that, you know, maybe got, maybe if I played really well, I could get some games here and there with injuries and sickness and stuff like that. Um, I really, I didn't really have the expectation of playing for a long time. Um, but the year that I finally went to pro, that was the year of the lockout, the 405 lockout. When after coming out of that lockout, they changed all the rules as far as the hooking and the clutching and the grabbing. And um, that kind of ushered in an era of, um, putting some more importance on offensive defensemen and people that can move the puck and, and all that and a little bit less of the big guys that uh, were clutching and grabbing and tackling and hooking and um, all that. So that kind of gave me my shot. I don't think if I don't think if those rules would have changed, I would have I probably never would have really got that chance if those rules would have kept going the way they were. Um, and then I I lucked out in St. Louis. Um, I got a chance. There, one, uh, I believe the owners were, were trying to sell the team, and they were selling off a lot of a lot of the parts um, to sell that team, and it opened up a spot for me, and I got my chance. And um, there was definitely some bumps in the road the, the first uh, first year, but uh, I managed to stick and, and kind of built from there. You went on. You played in Florida. You played in Boston. You played in Calgary. Being able to travel around, live in those different cities, play in those those different organizations, does every organization feel similar or are there real differences in kind of the way the, the cities and the organizations run, even though you're going out and playing NHL games night after night? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously every city's different. Um, every organization is a little bit different. They do things differently. Um, I, I don't know if I could say that it's per organization, uh, obviously with new coaches and new GMs, um, the way things get operated change with, with, those you know people coming in and out for the most part unless the owners are really involved um but you know yeah i played in played in some pretty good places i, I have great memories of boston and washington was a lot of fun uh florida was a little different um for me uh being in the warm weather and the gulf and all that stuff it wasn't it was a short stay there and then um i moved on to washington and obviously calgary with playing in canada and playing a canadian market um i always wanted to do that um so that was that was a great experience as well. Now talk to us about coaching. What's it been like being behind the bench? Uh it's been a lot of fun. Um it kind of just happened. I was still I was still skating and hoping to get another job and obviously it ended up being Novemberish and that looked like that ship had sailed and there was a defensive coaching coaching opportunity there and um I you know I had to take it. I it was it's something I've thought about. I mean, I always I remember talking with Danny Bois and, and Dylan um, after we left London. We we used to choke, joke about one day that we'd come back and and want to coach the the nights after Dale had moved on, um, but Dale's still going, so <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he doesn't seem like he's slowing up at all. So um, yeah, the uh, the job was there, and it was right in my town where I where I'm, I was living now. I was currently currently living in, in Waterloo, so it just was. It was a no-brainer for me to give it a shot, and um, with Jamie Key as the host coach at that time, he was one of my defense partners in St. Louis. So um, it was it was it was nice to to get the opportunity, and I I've, I really enjoy it. It's been it's been a great ride so far. 
um, it's the closest thing to playing and you still get that adrenaline you still feel like you maybe have some impact on the on the game so you get that little that little rush when the national anthem starts getting sang and um, I really like it and then the most rewarding part is just to see the guys that you've coached and and hopefully helped a little bit along the way and then they start playing in the NHL and I'm starting to get that now that I've, I've been doing it for five or six years so now you're starting to see guys finally um, play that you coached and it's just it's pretty it's pretty cool congratulations to former London Knight former NHLer Dennis Weidman